Lindsay Lynn, CBS News. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. Discover unbeatable deals at Buffalo Wild Wings in Farmington. Indulge in the all-American burger and fries combo for $7.95. Paired with refreshing $2 Bud Light pints on Wednesdays. Or elevate your week with 75-cent boneless wings on Mondays, half-off traditional wings on Tuesdays, and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Happy hours from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday, and late night from 9 to close every day. Buffalo Wild Wings, 615 Maple Valley Drive, Farmington. This is Ben Shapiro, and my show is fast-moving, hilarious, hard-hitting, and comprehensive. All the news you need. We'll fight corruption and character assassination, laugh at stupidity together, and fight for facts. Tune into The Ben Shapiro Show. On the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now, the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Local news. Well, I got to come on and say something else. Not local news. Hush up there, news announcer. Um, Well, what I came here to say is it's Tuesday, January 2nd, and we hope you're having a great day. Let's see, it's six minutes after 7 o'clock, and we are just moving right along. So, I don't know. Um, We have some things going on today. We're going to try to get to this week our uh, year-end programming, which was to have been on yesterday, but uh, I'll be honest, a technical problem caused that from happening. So, uh, we should get that for you throughout the rest of the week. We won't do a whole hour at one time as we'd planned yesterday, but we will take the four segments and spread them out over this week for you so you'll be able to catch those. And I hope to have one here in just a moment for you on the radio. It's kind of long, so be prepared when it comes up. In the meantime, we have uh, news next on KFMO. When you buy a vehicle, it's a big purchase and often a sacrifice. Hi, I'm John Robinson, sales manager at Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Farmington. When you're thinking about buying a new or used vehicle, we understand the hard work it takes to pay for one. That is why we work harder than any other dealership to get you the best deal possible. At Pettis Automotive, we will get you into the vehicle you need and want for the best price with the best customer service. Visit us today on the Outer Road off Highway 67 and let us help you get into the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Pettis Automotive, we will work harder for you than any other dealership. Discover unbeatable deals at Buffalo Wild Wings in Farmington. Indulge in the all-American burger and fries combo for $7.95. Paired with refreshing $2 Bud Light pints on Wednesdays. Or elevate your week with 75-cent boneless wings on Mondays, half-off traditional wings on Tuesdays, and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Happy hours from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday, and late night from 9 to close every day. Buffalo Wild Wings, 615 Maple Valley Drive, Farmington. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Tuesday, January 2nd, and the time is nine minutes after seven o'clock in this newscast. We're going to hear about the Missouri legislative session. We'll talk with Dale Wright about that. We'll talk about winterizing your vehicle, and we're going to get details on a crash in Madison County. It happened Sunday evening at 517, and two people are suffering injuries after that wreck. Highway Patrol reports show a car was being driven west on Highway 72 
five miles east of Fredericktown by 67-year-old James C. Davis of Ellington. It crossed over the center line and crashed head-on into an SUV driven east by 37-year-old Megan B. Cassidy of Fredericktown. Davis was seriously injured and was flown to St. Louis University Hospital. Cassidy received moderate injuries and was taken to Madison Medical Center in Fredericktown. Both the injured were wearing their seatbelts when the crash took place. The Missouri, Missouri legislative session starts Wednesday. Many legislators have already pre-filed bills ahead of the date. The state representative of the 116th District, Dale Wright, says he's working on a measure called the Pharmacy Benefits Management Bill that would help keep drug costs down. Pharmacy benefits managers negotiate with pharmacy manufacturers and distributors to try to drive the cost down. That worked really well for several years. They began to find out that they could actually leverage and make a lot of money for themselves. So they started creating these models, putting in rebates and fees and so on. They charged against manufacturers of pharmaceutical discounts and fees should have passed on to the patients. Wright says this is the third time he's introduced this bill, and it always passes the House with no problem, yet it always stalls in the Senate. If you haven't winterized your vehicle yet, now is the time to make sure it's ready for the cold weather ahead and what we're experiencing now. The Highway Patrol's Corporal Dallas Thompson says it's always a good idea to carry certain supplies in case you encounter problems on the road. Checking your fluids, making sure they're all topped off where they need to be. Checking your tires and make sure they get plenty of tread for when it does snow. Um, having that little go bag or emergency kit with items in it that, you know, if you find yourself stuck or stranded for a lengthy period of time. Thompson adds blankets and non-perishable foods are also something to consider when putting together emergency items to carry with you. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Tuesday, January 2nd, 11 minutes after 7 o'clock. Stick around. We have sports next with Jared Pettis. Check the website, too, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. As we wrapped up the 2023 calendar portion of our broadcast schedule, we had championship night from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse in the Central Christmas Tournament in its 68th installment. And on the boys' side, it was Farmington against Central. And the Central Rebels would come away in that one, pulling off the victory 78-61 after Farmington cut into the 17-point lead to make it 9 before Central pulled away. Central head coach Brad Gross reflects on the group of athletes he's coached now to back-to-back -to -back tournament titles. They're a great group of guys. You know, they've been involved in all these athletics for so many years, you know, since they were little kids. You've seen the work they put in, and you know, these last couple of years, just really seeing it pay off. It's been a, it's a really neat thing to watch for these guys. Central's Joe Bryant had a triple-double in the winning effort for the Christmas tournament. He also had 31 the night before in the semifinals. Bryant attributes the success he has had to his teammates and coaches this year. My uh, teammates, they just get me in the right position every time. Uh, my coaches, uh, we just do the right things most of the time. Um, just that, if that means getting extra shots up after practice, um, doing the little things. Um, we do a lot of little things right, so that's what makes us a really good team. And on the girls' side, it was the Central Lady Rebels getting the winner, defeating the three-seed South Iron Lady Panthers as they clinched their 15th Christmas Tournament Championship and their first since 
since 2020. Central head coach Aaron Tyree on the feeling of winning his first Christmas tournament title and his first year as head coach. I grew up here. I went to school at Central, played basketball here. We never got a chance to win a Christmas tournament when I was in high school. Um, even on the coaching side, we got, you know, when I was assistant, we won one. It's it's my favorite tournament of the year, and so it's really special to do this from where I'm from, and uh, this is one I'll remember forever. It's the first time since 2015 that Central has swept the girls' and boys' Central Christmas Tournament Championships. Also over the weekend, the Bourbon Invitational began, and Valley Caledonia won their quarterfinal. They'll play tomorrow in the semifinals on the boys' side. And coming up today on the local side, boys' basketball. Bismarck host Eagle Ridge. While the Farmington Knights, fresh off that second place finish in the Christmas tournament, are at Sekman going up against the Jaguars. And Potosi hosts Herculaneum, and it's a St. Paul boys and girls doubleheader. They host Lesterville. Other girls basketball action, the Potosi Trojans are at home against Steelville, while Bismarck is at Clearwater. Broadcast-wise, we're idle until Thursday when we have girls basketball. We'll see the Bismarck Lady Indians host the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors. 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock tip-off. That's on Thursday. Then on Friday, boys basketball. Kingston at West County as the MAAA small school schedule begins. All the upcoming broadcast schedule can be found on the website kfmosports.com. And it's Tuesday and Mineral Area College plays this weekend. It's time for another Car Smart Mac Minute. The Mac Lady Cardinals resume action this Saturday. They host John A. Logan at the Bob Sacris Fieldhouse. We'll have coverage on KFMO and KFMO Sports Plus. And the Mac Men play next Wednesday when they start conference play against West Plains. Both teams enter the 2024 portion of the schedule 27 and 1. The Mac Lady Cardinals at 13 and 1, and the Mac Men 14 and 0, and both nationally ranked in the NJCAA. The women are currently 24th with a new ranking expected to be out in the coming week, while the Mac men sit at 8th in the most recent national poll. Now, the most recent poll came out on December 11th before the break. If you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science, visit them at thinkcarsmart.com. That's your Car Smart Mac Minute. From there, the ice and NHL, the St. Louis Blues wrapped up the 2023 calendar portion of their schedule as they lost 4-2 to the Pittsburgh Penguins on Saturday. They're back at it Thursday, January 4th with a 7 o'clock puck drop at Enterprise Center against the Vancouver Canucks. Coverage will start at 6.30 on B104.3. Blues interim head coach Drew Bannister is the team getting enough scoring depth. We certainly need to find some secondary scoring in, in our second and third line. Our, our top line's been really good for and, and we got to be able to find some secondary scoring and find more opportunities. At this point in the year 2019, the Blues would wake up tomorrow morning sitting in last place in the NHL before turning it around with the interim head coach at the time, Craig Berube. Well, now with interim head coach Drew Bannister, goaltender Jordan Bennington on the play since Bannister took over. We're buying into the system. We're playing the right way, and um, we're, we have better game management, which, which I think is important and uh, stemming from our breakout. Um, so... Hopefully it's a sign of good things to come. Again, the Blues host Vancouver on Thursday on B104.3. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs played Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals, picking up a winner 25-17, clinching their eighth straight AFC West title. Head coach Andy Reid, why was his team able to overcome adversity this season to secure that division title? Everybody's been so positive through it and supporting each other. I mean, you've seen it on the sidelines, guys supporting each other, the want to by... Uh, Chris Jones, by uh, Patrick, by 
uh, Kels. I mean, and then the guys follow them. And when they're, you know, when they bring that energy like they do every week, I mean, uh, guys believe that it's going to get changed. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes says winning an eighth straight division title means a lot, but there's still work to do. It's cool to win the AFC West, but obviously dealing with some adverse situations over these last few weeks and for guys to respond uh, against a good football team and, and find a way to win, even when, it, even when the game wasn't going in our way at the beginning of it, um, it was special. Uh, I, saw, I mean, I told the guys celebrate it, enjoy it. Um, but, uh, I mean, our goal is obviously to continue to win, so we have to continue to build off this momentum and uh, get ready for the playoffs. The Kansas City Chiefs will play Sunday, January 7th to wrap up the regular season. Coverage on KFMO at 2 o'clock. Kickoff at 325 as the Chiefs travel west and play the Los Angeles Chargers. And NCAA men's basketball, the Missouri Tigers, play Saturday when they host Georgia as conference slate begins. They played Central Arkansas on Saturday and won 92-59. Dennis Gates is the Tigers head coach, and he talks about that win Saturday over Central Arkansas. I thought our guys did a good job tonight. I uh, credit that team who took Oklahoma uh, all, all but to the last five minutes. That's a good team that we played. Uh, but our guys focused. They did their little things, and I thought they played very unselfishly. Uh, they gave up themselves and did everything as it relates to executing the scouting report. Again, the Missouri Tigers start conference play with Georgia on Saturday, and the St. Louis University Billikens are in action tomorrow when they host Loyola, Illinois. And in NCAA football over the weekend, the Missouri Tigers played in the Cotton Bowl to wrap up the 2023 schedule, and they beat Ohio State 14-7. And yesterday, it was the college football playoffs semifinals. And in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California, California, Alabama fell to Michigan 27-20 in overtime and across the country in New Orleans in the Caesar Superdome. It was the semifinal in the All-State Sugar Bowl and number two Washington defeated number three Texas 37-31. Next Monday, college football national championship presented by AT&T, number one Michigan and number two Washington. Both teams 14-0. They kick off from NRG Stadium in Houston at 7-30. And wrap it up with this, the X XFL and USFL merger announced on January 1st, that is yesterday, that the two leagues will now join as the UFL, the United Football League, and the St. Louis Battlehawks remain to compete in the 2024 season. The Battlehawks will join the San Antonio Brahmas, DC Defenders, and Arlington Renegades as the teams remaining from the XFL and the XFL Conference, and the USFL will bring over the Birmingham Stallions, Houston Roughnecks, Memphis Showboats, and Michigan. Michigan Panthers in the USFL Conference. The inaugural season of the UFL will kick off on March 30th of this year. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. You'll want to stick around to KFMO. Up next, we're going to feature the first segment of our year in review for 2023. That will be coming up next. You'll hear what's basically from January, February, and March. We've done four 
different segments, each containing three months. We'll do segment one with January, February, March today, and that's next on KFMO. Listen to all that cash I saved shopping at my local Big Deal store. I know what you're thinking. Jenny, tell me more. Well, this is a secret I love sharing. Shop your local Big Deal store from your phone, computer, or tablet for gift certificates at discounted prices. Automotive, pets, retail, groceries, entertainment, outdoor, restaurants, services, travel, health, beauty. It's all there. Shop, and soon you'll be saving, too. Go to kfmo.com or b104fm.com and click on the Big Deals logo for instant savings. It's time for the Year in Review, a look at the stories from the KFMO B104 newsroom that made 2023 a memorable year in the parkland. I'm News Director Mike Ramsey reporting the news from January, February, and March of 2023 from KFMO B104 News. Missouri legislators would discuss parental involvement in education and agricultural protections when they went back to Jefferson City for their latest legislative session at the beginning of 2023. State Representative Dale Wright said those items and a reform of initiative petition were important issues for Missourians. We're going to be looking at those things to uh, give parents a little more say in their children's education and to try to help them just have some input as to what's being taught. Um, Agriculture is our number one industry in the state at $94 billion. And so we're probably going to be looking at some legislation that will address uh, our number one industry. Wright added any details in coming legislation still had to be put together by legislators at that point. The General Assembly convened in January, and of course we continued our area legislative reports each Friday morning during the session. The person convicted of stalking, raping, and killing Beverly Gunther in 2003 and then dumping her body near the Mississippi River, Scott McLaughlin, also known as Amber McLaughlin, died after his sentence was carried out at the Bonterre Prison in January. McLaughlin was convicted for waiting outside Beverly Gunther's workplace where he brutally raped and violently stabbed her as she walked to her vehicle to go home. McLaughlin terrorized Gunther for months prior to the incident to the point where Gunther had an order of protection against McLaughlin after he broke into her home. McLaughlin's culpability in Gunther's murder was never in question. McLaughlin transitioned to become transgender three years ago in prison. Missouri State Representative Chris Denkins, who represents the 144th District, was looking forward to the legislative session that began last January in Jefferson City. Due to her prior experience in dealing with the legislative process, Denkins was elected temporary speaker of the 102nd General Assembly to guide the speaker selection process. Denkins said she was thankful for that opportunity. I consider that quite an honor, and I thank my colleagues for entrusting that in me, and I am ready to get started at this new session. Members of the House also selected State Representative Dean Plocker of St. Louis to serve as House Speaker and State Representative Mike Henderson of Deloge to serve as Speaker Pro Tem. 
Dinkins was first elected to her position in the House in February of 2018 for a special election and was elected again in 2018, 2020, and 2022. In her time as a state legislator, Dinkins earned the honor of being both the first woman to serve the 144th House District, as well as one of the only Lakota Sioux to serve in the Missouri legislature. Dinkins and the other members of the House awaited their committee assignments before legislative activity officially began in January. Five inmates of the St. Francis County Jail were on the run last January. Sheriff's Department officials reported the five inmates were discovered missing from the St. Francis County Jail in Farmington at 10 p.m. It's believed the inmates had accessed the detention center's roof through a plumbing chase. They were later seen on surveillance video stealing a dark gray 2009 Toyota Scion from the parking lot of the Centene Center in Farmington's Industrial Park. The Scion had a Missouri temporary tag on the rear of the vehicle and no front plate. The five men were Luan Tucker, Kelly McShawn, Aaron Sebastian, Dakota Pace, and Michael Wilkins. Tucker, McShawn, Sebastian were being housed in the county jail after allegedly committing offenses at the Sex Offender Rehabilitation and Treatment Services Facility in Farmington. Reports indicated McShawn was classified as a sexual predator and you were cautioned not to approach or contact those individuals. A juvenile suspect was in the custody of authorities after admitting to making phone calls concerning false threats against the Perryville Middle School and High School. Perryville Police received a phone call January 11th of this past year, about 6.15 in the morning. The male caller, who said he was a student, stated a student was threatening to place an incendiary device in the school. Police swept the schools, determined there was no device. They also received a tip that a transfer student to the school was involved in what's called swatting. Swatting is the practice of reporting a false threat to create a large police response to an emergency situation that really doesn't exist. After getting the information, authorities identified the juvenile suspect. He was questioned and reportedly admitted to making the calls. Police continued to search and monitor the campus prior to the return of students. The juvenile prosecutor was to determine any charges that would have been filed. Various snow totals were reported from throughout the parkland after a big winter storm in January. The range of depth for snowfall was recorded from 3 inches in High Ridge in Jefferson County to as much as 10 inches at Farmington. Other readings showed totals became larger as you looked east. For instance, in Jefferson County, the 3-inch snowfall from High Ridge was overshadowed by a reading of 4.2 inches in Kimswick, 5.8 in Crystal City, and 6.5 in DeSoto. In St. Francis County, Farmington showed the most at 10 inches with French Village recording 6.3. Deloge received 8.1 and in Park Hills at the studio of KFMO and B104, we measured 7 inches. Bonterre checked in with 6.5. Madison County records showed a total of 9.5 inches. In Fredericktown, Iron County measured 8 inches at Ironton and 9 in Arcadia. There was a figure of 6.5 inches of snow in Caledonia and Washington County. Even though our temperature would remain below freezing through uh, several days, the snow wasn't expected to stay long. Washington County collector 50-year-old Carla Zadler of Mineral Point 
faced removal from office after a petition to the courts caused the removal order to be issued in Washington County Circuit Court. The petition was filed by Washington County Prosecuting Attorney John L. Jones IV. It was alleged Zettler used the county tax maintenance fund for personal gain and misappropriated more than $100,000 in tax revenue funds from the county. Zettler was also charged in other cases involving charges of forgery, official misconduct, and stealing. Zettler was ordered to respond to the petition within 10 days and was scheduled for a preliminary hearing in court on those charges for last April. A man from Potosi, 42-year-old Travis Wayne Roberts, was facing charges last year of second-degree murder and delivery of a controlled substance after he allegedly gave the drug fentanyl to a woman last year resulting in her death. Reports indicated the body of 32-year-old Raven Garrett was discovered at Roberts' home on April 10th of last year after a call to police over a deceased female. She was the third woman to be found dead near Roberts' home. Police were still investigating the other two. Missouri legislators were working on a controversial measure in February of last year dealing with men competing in women's sports. The representative of the 118th District in Missouri, Mike McGurl, says House members held a committee hearing on that topic. That was a pretty contentious uh, hearing. Matter of fact, it went from about 4.30 in the afternoon till a quarter to two in the morning. I haven't seen exactly where the Senate is, but they were supposed to also have in committee a bill that's similar to the one that was going through the House. Committee. Also in news from last year at our year in review, with the beginning of the sale of recreational marijuana in the state last February, many had questions about the new law and its implementation. The Missouri State Highway Patrol's Corporal Logan Bolton told us their stance hadn't changed on driving impaired, whether it be from recreational marijuana use, alcohol, or some other drug. You can get arrested for driving while intoxicated drugs the same as you could driving while intoxicated alcohol. You can't smoke marijuana in your car while driving, and if you have smoked it and you're you're impaired, you can still be arrested for driving while intoxicated. Recreational users were told they could purchase up to three ounces in a single transaction and be lawfully in possession of up to three ounces of dried, processed marijuana or its equivalent. Repairs were underway at the Cricket Wireless store in Deloge in February after the building was struck by a pickup. Deloge police responded to the scene at about 7 o'clock the evening of the incident. Reports showed police found a 30-year-old male who had fallen asleep at the wheel while driving. The pickup ran off the roadway and down the parking lot, striking the last column on the building. Part of the column struck a parked vehicle. Officers at the scene said there were only minor injuries to the driver and he did not appear to be impaired. A Bonterre man, 35-year-old Johnny Lee Lewis Jr., was facing child pornography charges after an investigation last year involving members of the Highway Patrol's Division of Drug and Crime Control's Digital Forensics Investigative Unit and the Bonterre Police Department. A press release from the patrol indicated that Thursday, February 2nd, investigators executed a search warrant at the residence of Lewis on Mound Street in Bonterre. As a result of their search, investigators seized child pornography and electronic devices. Lewis was arrested for promotion of child pornography and transported to the St. Francis County Jail. A former municipal prosecutor for Jefferson County, 40-year-old James Isaac Ike Crabtree, was facing an 18-month sentence for having coerced sexual contact with a court defendant and lying to the FBI about it. A press release from the United States Attorney's Eastern District Office in St. Louis showed 
Crabtree repeatedly coerced a woman into sexual activity by offering to help her with pending criminal cases and making her think she risked jail and the loss of her children if she refused. After spotting the victim and chatting with her and her boyfriend March 8th of 2021, Crabtree summoned the woman to his office in the courthouse after hours by offering to help her with pending court cases. Under questioning by FBI agents about the incidents, on March 3rd of 2022, Crabtree repeatedly lied when he denied the allegations against him. Crabtree, 40, pled guilty in U.S. District Court in St. Louis in August to a misdemeanor charge of deprivation of rights under control, rather under color of law, namely the woman's right to bodily integrity and a felony charge of making false statements to the FBI. The Bonterre Family Fund Center received new owners after the building was given as a gift to the Harvest Christian Center last year. The pastor of Harvest Christian Center, Dwight Jones, told us that if they began to operate the center, some people had said if they took out its smoking environment, alcohol and gambling, they would fail. But actually, Jones said it had been just the opposite. We've actually increased. As a matter of fact, four out of the last five weeks, we've increased and set records in weekly income. And 10% of that now goes to missions as well. So it's, it's just really cool. The manager of the Family Fund Center, Derek Jones, said there were many activities for children, including new go-karts. We're so thrilled to be getting the new go-karts going. They're very fast, so we had to slow them down a little bit. The batting cages are above them, and to the far left, you have the video games, and past the video games are the bumper boats, bumper cars, bouncy houses, which are huge. It's a massive amount of bouncy houses, and the skating rink, and past that is the 18-hole golf course outside, and the outside racetrack. Jones also said that the church owned the family fund center through a separate LLC and its own separate business venture. It was helping further the reach of the church in its missions. Missouri's United States 8th District Congressman Jason Smith supported the removal of St. Louis prosecuting attorney Kim Gardner last year from office. Gardner was being blamed for 16-year-old Janae Edmondson's loss of her legs in an automobile accident caused by a career criminal who was driving a speeding vehicle that struck her while he was out on bond granted by Gardner. The driver of the car, Daniel Riley, who had been charged with first-degree robbery and armed criminal action, violated the conditions of his parole a total of 104 times before the accident. Smith told us Gardner wasn't just weak on crime, she was absent on crime. She doesn't prosecute, she doesn't file charges, she's completely negligent in all of her activities, and it is resulting and lost lives of Missourians. She's got to go. I strongly support the attorney general removing her because it is the right thing when you have an elected official that is not doing the job that they were elected to do. Gardner was eventually removed from office. And that's a look back at the news from January, February, and March of 2023 here on KFMO. That's our year in review for the first quarter from KFMO B104 News. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News. Always be sure to check our websites too, B104FM.com and KFMO.com. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time, 573-546-3104. 
573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Chance of rain and snow to start and then just a slight chance of rain this afternoon. Our highs will be right around the upper 30s. Tonight we should be dry and report the cloudy sky upper 20s. And then Saturday, sunshine upper 40s. Sunday, partly sunny skies are high near 45. The first day of 2024 will be filled with sunshine. Our high will be in the low 40s. Tuesday, sunny skies are high temperatures Tuesday, mid to upper 40s. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Thursday, January 2nd. The time is 7.35, and in this newscast, we're going to hear about the legislative session to come as we talk with State Representative Chris Dinkins, and we'll hear about two traffic accidents in the area. The first was with a man from DeSoto, 36-year-old Samuel A. Kendrick. He's recovering from moderate injuries after he was involved in a motorcycle crash in St. Francis County. It happened Monday afternoon at 12.30. Records from the Highway Patrol show Kendrick's motorcycle was headed south when it suffered a mechanical malfunction. The bike ran off the west side of the roadway before overturning and throwing the driver off, throwing Kendrick off. He was taken by private conveyance to Parkland Health Center at Bonterre. In the second crash, two people are suffering injuries after a two-vehicle crash in Madison County. This happened Sunday evening at 517. Highway Patrol reports show a car was being driven west on Highway 72, five miles east of Fredericktown, by 67-year-old James C. Davis of Ellington. It crossed over the center line and crashed head-on into an SUV driven east by 37-year-old Megan B. Cassidy of Fredericktown. Davis was seriously injured and was flown to St. Louis University Hospital. Cassidy received moderate injuries and was taken to Madison Medical Center in Fredericktown. Both the injured were wearing their seatbelts when that crash took place. With the Missouri Legislative Session starting up this week, legislators across the state are preparing to introduce their bills and get the session started. The representative of the 144th District, Chris Dinkins, will again work on a bill to keep students safe at school, among other measures. I have I've filed a couple already, and then I've got a couple more that are in the hopper getting ready to be filed. Uh, two of the ones that I had worked on uh, previous sessions, one is my school protections officer's bill, which currently in statute allows school boards to deem a school administrator or teacher, someone who's a certified staff member, to be a school protection officer and carry a weapon. Be listening for our weekly legislative reports. They're Friday mornings at 745, and they start this week regularly scheduled on AM 1240 KFMO. That's news, and I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. For this Tuesday, January 2nd, it's time for sports with Jared Pettis. He's next, so stay tuned and check the website too, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side as we wrapped up the 2023 calendar portion of our broadcast schedule. We had championship night from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse in the Central Christmas Tournament in its 68th installment. And on the boys' side, it was Farmington against Central. And the Central Rebels would come away in that one, pulling off the victory 78-61 after Farmington cut into the 17-point lead 
lead to make it nine before Central pulled away. Central head coach Brad Gross reflects on the group of athletes he's coached now to back-to-back tournament titles. They're a great group of guys. You know, they've been involved in all these athletics for so many years, you know, since they were little kids. You've seen the work they put in, and you know, these last couple of years, just really seeing it pay off. It's been a, it's a really neat thing to watch for these guys. Central's Joe Bryant had a triple-double in the winning effort for the Christmas tournament. He also had 31 the night before in the semifinals. Bryant attributes the success he has had to his teammates and coaches this year. My uh, teammates, they just get me in the right position every time. Uh, my coaches, uh, we just do the right things most of the time. Um, just that, if that means getting extra shots up after practice, um, doing the little things. Um, we do a lot of little things right, so that's what makes us a really good team. And on the girls' side, it was the Central Lady Rebels getting the winner, defeating the three-seed South Iron Lady Panthers as they clinched their 15th Christmas Tournament Championship and their first since 2020, Central head coach Aaron Tyree on the feeling of winning his first Christmas tournament title and his first year as head coach. I grew up here. I went to school at Central, played basketball here. We never got a chance to win a Christmas tournament when I was in high school. Um, even on the coaching side, we got, you know, when I was assistant, we won one. It's it's my favorite tournament of the year, and so it's really special to do this from where I'm from, and uh, this is one I'll remember forever. It's the first time since 2015 that Central has swept the girls' and boys' Central Christmas Tournament Championships. Also over the weekend, the Bourbon Invitational began, and Valley Caledonia won their quarterfinal. They'll play tomorrow in the semifinals on the boys' side. And coming up today on the local side, boys' basketball. Bismarck host Eagle Ridge. While the Farmington Knights, fresh off that second place finish in the Christmas tournament, are at Sekman going up against the Jaguars. And Potosi hosts Herculaneum, and it's a St. Paul boys and girls doubleheader. They host Lesterville. Other girls basketball action, the Potosi Trojans are at home against Steelville, while Bismarck is at Clearwater. Broadcast-wise, we're idle until Thursday when we have girls basketball. We'll see the Bismarck Lady Indians host the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors. 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock tip-off. That's on Thursday. Then on Friday, boys basketball. Kingston at West County as the MAAA small school schedule begins. All the upcoming broadcast schedule can be found on the website kfmosports.com. And it's Tuesday and Mineral Area College plays this weekend. It's time for another Car Smart Mac Minute. The Mac Lady Cardinals resume action this Saturday. They host John A. Logan at the Bob Sacrest Fieldhouse. We'll have coverage on KFMO and KFMO Sports Plus. And the Mac Men play next Wednesday when they start conference play against West Plains. Both teams enter the 2024 portion of the schedule 27-1. The Mac Lady Cardinals at 13-1 and the Mac Men 14-0. And both nationally ranked in the NJCAA. The women are currently 24th with a new ranking expected to be out in the coming week, while the Mac men sit at 8th in the most recent national poll. Now, the most recent poll came out on December 11th before the break. If you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. We're buying a car isn't rocket science. Visit them at thinkcarsmart.com. That's your Car Smart Mac Minute. From there, the ice and NHL, the St. Louis Blues wrapped up the 2023 calendar portion of their schedule as they lost 4-2 to the Pittsburgh Penguins on Saturday. They're back at it Thursday, January 4th with a 7 o'clock puck drop at Enterprise Center against the Vancouver Canucks. 
Canucks. Coverage will start at 6.30 on B104.3. Blues interim head coach Drew Bannister is the team getting enough scoring depth. We certainly need to find some secondary scoring in, in our second and third line. Our, our top line's been really good for us and, and we've got to be able to find some secondary scoring and find more opportunities. At this point in the year 2019, the Blues would wake up tomorrow morning sitting in last place in the NHL before turning it around with the interim head coach at the time, Craig Berube. Well, now with interim head coach Drew Bannister, goaltender Jordan Bennington on the play since Bannister took over. We're buying into the system. We're playing the right way and um, we're, we have better game management, which, which I think is important and uh, stemming from our breakout. Um, so hopefully it's a sign of good things to come. Again, the Blues host Vancouver on Thursday on B104.3. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs played Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals, picking up a winner 25-17, clinching their eighth straight AFC West title. Head coach Andy Reid, why was his team able to overcome adversity this season to secure that division title? Everybody's been so positive through it and supporting each other. I mean, you've seen it on the sidelines, guys supporting each other, the want to by... Uh, Chris Jones by uh, Patrick by uh, Kels I mean and then the guys follow them and when they're you know when they bring that energy like they do every week I mean uh, guys believe that it's going to get changed. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes says winning an eighth straight division title means a lot but there's still work to do. It's cool to win the AFC West but obviously dealing with some adverse situations over these last few weeks and for guys to respond uh, against a good football team and, and find a way to win even when, it, even when the game wasn't going in our way at the beginning of it. Um, it was special. Uh, I, saw, I mean, I told the guys celebrate it, enjoy it, um, but uh, I mean, our goal is obviously to continue to win so we have to continue to build off this momentum and uh, get ready for the playoffs. The Kansas City Chiefs will play Sunday, January 7th to wrap up the regular season. Coverage on KFMO at 2 o'clock. Kickoff at 325 as the Chiefs travel west and play the Los Angeles Chargers. And NCAA men's basketball, the Missouri Tigers, play Saturday when they host Georgia as conference slate begins. They played Central Arkansas on Saturday and won 92-59. Dennis Gates is the Tigers head coach, and he talks about that win Saturday over Central Arkansas. I thought our guys did a good job tonight. I uh, credit that team who took Oklahoma uh, all, all but to the last five minutes. That's a good team that we played. Uh, but our guys focused. They did their little things, and I thought they played very unselfishly. Uh, they gave up themselves and did everything as it relates to executing the scouting report. Again, the Missouri Tigers start conference play with Georgia on Saturday, and the St. Louis University Billikens are in action tomorrow when they host Loyola, Illinois. And in NCAA football over the weekend, the Missouri Tigers played in the Cotton Bowl to wrap up the 2023 schedule, and they beat Ohio State 14-7. And yesterday, it was the college football playoffs semifinals. And in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California, Alabama fell to Michigan 27-20 in overtime. And across the country in New Orleans in the Caesar Superdome, it was the semifinal in the All-State Sugar Bowl. And number two, Washington defeated number three, Texas 37-31. Next Monday, college football national championship presented by AT&T, number one, Michigan, and number two, Washington. Both teams 14-0 they kick off from NRG Stadium in Houston at 7.30. And wrap it up with this, the XFL and USFL merger announced on January 1st, that is yesterday, that the two leagues will now join as the UFL, the United Football League, and the St. Louis Battlehawks remain to compete in the 2024 season. The Battlehawks will join the San Antonio Brahmas, DC Defenders, and Arlington Renegades as the teams remaining from the XFL and the XFL Conference, and the 
USFL will bring over the Birmingham Stallions, Houston Roughnecks, Memphis Showboats, and Michigan Panthers in the USFL Conference. The inaugural season of the UFL will kick off on March 30th of this year. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. It's time now for your B104.3 and KFMO Career Connection. Heard twice daily to provide you with career opportunities. The City of Farmington is hiring an evening shift and weekend custodian for the Civic Center. Starting pay for the position is $13.50 per hour. Apply online at farmington-mo.gov or at 110 West Columbia Street, Farmington. The City of Farmington is hiring a code and zoning enforcement inspector. The position enforces city zoning and property maintenance regulations and nuisance ordinances. Starting pay is $16 per hour. Apply online at farmington-mo.gov or at 110 West Columbia Street, Farmington. If you are a business seeking employees and wish to be on during the Career Connection, contact our business office at 431-6350. For more information on Career Connection postings, go to kfmo.com or b104fm.com. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Several prominent companies will ring in the new year with a new CEO who officially assumed the role on New Year's Day. Krispy Kreme welcomes Jar... Char Josh Charlesworth as the new president and CEO. Morgan Stanley is bringing on Edward Ted Pick as their new leader. And Sherwin-Williams, a leader in manufacture, development, and distribution, and sale of paint and coatings, has named Heidi Petz as the company's new chief operating officer. China factory activity slowed down in December for the third straight month. Officials say it is due to weak demand. The U.S. government has raised spending on construction ports, cut interest rates, and eased curbs on hoe buying to try to stimulate the domestic demand. Even so, China's economy grew 5.2% in the first three quarters of the year. And futures right now are down, with the Dow futures falling 200. Friday, the Dow industrials were down 20. That's your money now. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, Every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. And be sure to stay tuned because we have our Missouri Job Center report on the way. It's next with... With Deborah Thompson on KFMO. Shop local, buy local, save it's not every day you can save money. Oh, wait, you can. Hi, Jenny here from Big Deals. When you shop Big Deals, you'll save money every day on dozens of gift certificates from local businesses like these. Curtis Glass Center in Park Hills, Good Earth Tech Services in Bonterre, Hobbs Pub and Grill in Bonterre and Potosi, the Boulevard Salon and Spa in Farmington. 
Oh, what is that stench? Oh, Boogie, you smell terrible. Phew. Dogs can stink up the whole house when not properly groomed and bathed. Take them to Pawfection Pet Grooming where your fur child looks and smells pawfect. Oh, Boogie, have you been eating the trash? Make Pawfection Pet Grooming your first choice for all pet grooming needs. Give them a call today at 573-482-0163. Pawfection Pet Grooming in Park Hill. <laughs> Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time. 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Chance of rain and snow to start and then just a slight chance of rain this afternoon. Our highs will be right around the upper 30s. Tonight we should be dry and depart the cloudy sky upper 20s. And then Saturday, sunshine upper 40s. Sunday, partly sunny skies are high near 45. The first day of 2024 will be filled with sunshine. Our high will be in the low 40s. Tuesday, sunny skies. Our high temperatures Tuesday, mid to upper 40s. From the Parklands 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Well, currently from the KFMO Weather Center, we have, let's see, 24 degrees. And the wind chill reading now comes up at, uh, let's see, where'd it go? Come here. I, you know, when I refresh these computer screens, you know how it is. They jump all over the place and you're trying to find your stuff. And uh, So... It's a feel of 20. Yeah, there's an upwind out there moving that the 24 feels like 20 because winds are out of the southwest about 3 to 5 miles per hour. Now today in that forecast, look at that, mostly sunny, a high 45. Uh, as they say in the forecast for us a moment ago, that's pretty good. Not too bad. Now stay tuned. We have that Job Center report next. Discover unbeatable deals at Buffalo Wild Wings in Farmington. Indulge in the All-American Burger and Fries combo for $7.95. Paired with refreshing $2 Bud Light Pints on Wednesdays. Or elevate your week with 75-cent boneless wings on Mondays, half-off traditional wings on Tuesdays, and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Happy hours from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday, and late night from 9 to close every day. Buffalo Wild Wings, 615 Maple Valley Drive, Farmington. Okay, there's the theme music. Yeah, I knew it was there somewhere. Anyway, thank you for tuning in today. This is The Start, and it's time for us to start an interview. Let's go to the phone lines now and talk with Deborah Thompson. She is with the Missouri Job Center office here in Park Hills. Good morning, Deborah. How are you? Good morning, Mike. I'm doing good. How are you? I think we're okay here. I'm, you know, arguing with my computer, and, and we're not having fun about that, me and the computer. But that's okay. It's January 2nd. I expected trouble from Mr. Computer and AI and all that stuff in the new year. <laughs> so exactly. I, I hope it goes much better for you at the Job Center. Well, I hope so, too. We are back at the grind with normal business hours starting today, uh, ready to assist all those employers who are looking to hire and job seekers who are either looking to, to go back to work or maybe go back to training and, and skill up some of their skills. You know, uh, we were talking before the interview, and uh, Deborah mentioned 
the spring hiring event. So I guess that's what we'll focus on first is the spring hiring event. It's not for a little while, but it's really a big deal for the Job Center. It is. We partner with Mineral Area College, and it is on April 3rd this year. And it does seem like April is far off, especially when we wake up and it's 20-something degrees. Uh, But it will be here before you know it. And we are looking for employers who are hiring, and we are opening up registration for this event starting this Friday. And it usually brings in about 200 job seekers, give or take a few. Some years we've had a lot more, and and I think the lowest year we had was maybe 160. But it is a huge event for for the Farmington, Deloge, Bonterre area. Uh, and like I said, that is, it's in April, but registration usually fills up pretty fast. You know, it does. I've talked to you about this uh, over the years we've been doing this show, and that's such a big event, and there are so many different jobs available. That's what really gets me, is you can walk right into the building, and you can talk to just about any kind of profession that you might want to be a part of in the parkland, and you can just almost find out right on the spot if it's a good fit. Is that a pretty fair assessment, I guess, of the program? Exactly. And, and pretty much we usually have between 50 and 60 employers, and everything from you know entry-level positions to upper management positions. And it is your you know, three to five minutes to shine walking up to these tables, meeting the hiring managers, giving them your resume, and just learning more about the organization. And I know, Mike, you and I have discussed this before. Times have changed since we went to hiring events years ago. Um, It's more of a relaxed and informal. I mean, you still should dress to impress and all that, but these hiring managers now, they just want to tell you about the position learn about what you're looking for, and it's very short and sweet. It's not as, as formal as it was back in the the 80s. Now I'm dating myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was looking for my first job in the early 70s, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a little bit of age difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually saw a picture the other day on Facebook of uh, some kind of publication in the parkland, and it showed my first radio station. It showed the guy that hired me, and you wouldn't believe the clothes they had on, you know, in the 70s. But <laughs> it was just funny to go back and to think about the hiring process. So like you said, you know, it's it's different. Uh, you You don't just do it the same way we used to, which was, you know, walk up to somebody and start trying to impress them with your skills, I guess, and hand them a resume. It's it's kind of like that, but you're right. It's different these days. It is, and I kind of like the, the, the more casual of it because a lot of, a lot of applicants, and I was one of those people back in the 80s, I was more shy, so going to those events was very intimidating for me, and I kind of just walk around with my business suit on my resume and just stand behind everybody. And now it's not like that. The HR managers at at these organizations have done an amazing job to make it more welcoming. And so you still want to dress, you know, for success and be on your best and and bring your professional resume. But it's not as 
nerve-wracking as it was, I think, in the 80s to where you felt like you were on the center stage for five minutes and you're trying to give that whole spiel out really quick on why you would be perfect for the job. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, we're uh, Deborah. I can't believe it. We're about uh, down to one minute left in the show. I know you wanted to mention some workshops you guys are giving, though. Yes, uh, the Park Hills Job Center is doing an amazing job for setting up workshops, and we have one on Monday, January 8th, which is my birthday. Um, it's on basic computer skills. So it's from 9.45 a.m. to 11. Uh, great opportunity for someone who, who knows that they want to apply for a job. Most applications are now online. This helps you with the basic skills that you need just to get through those online applications. And then we have one January 11th for career exploration. Maybe you don't know what you want to do, and the last thing you want is to go through all the training or go through all the hiring process, and after your 90 days, you realize that was not the job for you, and now you're back out there trying to find the perfect job. Oh, I understand. Deborah, we've got to go, but I suggest everybody contact you at the Job Center. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much, Mike.